Hey guys, so I hope that Thanksgiving was wonderful for everybody, and I hope we all got to eat pretty good, and yeah, um, hopefully you reflect on stuff that you were thankful for. Ah, my bad, my words are like, what the fuck, but, um, I hope that you found what you were thankful for, and I hope that you reflected on it, and yeah. Um, anyway, we're just gonna get into this episode. Um, I totally wanted to come back this week after my Thanksgiving interlude, uh, with something that was kind of soft, kind of like the last episode, ah, (laughs) but, um, the first thing that came into mind in this moment for this episode was the feeling of anger and the sensation of anger. Like, why do we burst out with it so many times so unexpectedly, you know? And, um, oof. I personally don't think I need anger management. I've never, like, punched a wall or punched anyone or anything like that. I've never really pounced because of anger, so I don't think that requires anger management on my end, to safely say. But, um, once again, if you or anyone is experiencing anger, like, so frequently to the point you can barely think straight, and you're becoming abusive, you're becoming punchy and you want to punch a wall or like fucking kick the concrete and shit um you need to go to anger management anger management can show up in many ways if you can't afford to go to anger management there are um home remedies i bet um you could look that up on google i've never really had to but um yeah i'm gonna just get into it So I feel like anger comes on so suddenly for the reason that we suppress it during like the minor times, you know what I mean? Like by minor times, I mean that um, times where the anger isn't so intense, like um, for example, like uh, (laughs) you drop like your phone or you drop um, something like your phone and oh, it's not that bad, like, you're just, like, a little, like, annoyed. (laughs) Um, A lot of those tiny situations, similar to dropping your phone, I believe, my theory is that um, little situations build up like that, and as soon as something happens where it's, like, a little bit above the level of, like, dropping your phone, you know what I mean, then you're gonna burst. You're eventually gonna burst in anger for the reason that you suppressed, like, an annoyance or you suppressed a frustration so many times for, like, a little situation, like dropping your phone, for example. Um, so that's just my theory on it, to be honest. We're just gonna delve into it, though. Yeah, yeah. By the way, like, a lot of theories that are said on this podcast are literally um, and mostly 100% based on my intuition, guys. So, like, I'm trusting, like, this good instinct in me that says, yes, this is right. You know what I mean? Like, in my heart, in my head, I feel that this theory is right, you know? Um, 
in some cases, though, I will be reading um, articles or something or Instagram where um, I will form a theory on it and lay it down through this podcast. So, um, yeah, pretty cool. I'm not going to say that, like, I'm completely right, but um, I'm pretty sure uh, everyone can trust their intuition somehow and sense it. Um, But, yeah, this is just my sense in it. And, yeah. Um, I'm going to think. When are some times that I've gotten, like, super, super angry where I couldn't deal with it? Um, (laughs) Okay, this is my thing. If I'm super angry and I can't do anything about it in the moment, this is just, like, a general reading into it. Um, If I'm super angry and I can't do anything about it in the moment, I will literally either burst into tears (laughs) or yeah, just burst into tears. Like, either or. I'm going to burst into tears, (laughs) or I'm going to burst into tears. If I can't do anything about it, I'm sitting alone in my room, and I'm angry about something, I'm frustrated about something, I'm going to end up in fucking tears. Um, I find, though, that, like, crying it out is actually very therapeutic, and it's very helpful. Um, So, I'd say definitely do not shy away from your emotions like that. Um, If you're ever in a frustrated situation and you end up crying, just, like, tell yourself and comfort yourself that it's normal and that you're just going through emotions normally as a person would because you're only human. And um, crying it out definitely helps. And I kind of realized that, like, anger and emotions like sadness and tears like that kind of, like, intertwine or are kind of, like, at different ends of a spectrum where, like, where you're angry it slowly like gravitates towards the other side when you're tired of being angry and when you feel like you're fed up of being angry is usually when the emotions start to roll in and I feel that it's sad okay (laughs) like it's an emotional topic for me but um I genuinely feel that way that like usually when you're angry and you're fed up of being angry and everything it leads to tears. It leads to like genuine emotions in you that you never knew was part of the anger portion. Like, <laughs> like usually when you're angry, you don't think that like, oh, I'm going to cry like an hour later, say. <laughs> like, I literally don't expect that whenever I'm in an angry situation like that. So um, when you cry, it usually happens unexpectedly also. But for me personally, the crying portion from anger like if it roots from anger is like what makes the most sense you know what I mean (laughs) like the crying portion after being angry is actually the part that makes most sense not the anger part um yeah (laughs) as for situations where the anger isn't so intense where it's mostly just like a pented up frustration I usually look towards uh, my creative outlet, which is like writing something out, uh, creating something literally and putting it into a book um, that is purely fiction is actually super comfortable, you know, just for the reason that like it. um, How do I explain it? Okay, so it like goes into 
the book, but like in a completely different story, in a completely different timeline, in a completely different character's POV. So um, it feels almost like it's protected, you know, my anger. <laughs> my anger is like protected in layers of like characters, of POVs, of um, moments that aren't in my life, but like in the life of these fictional characters that I write about. So um, if there's a point in the book where um, I can get that opening where I can write something sarcastic, like super fucking sarcastic or like super fucking um, <laughs> ironic um, to the idea of anger, I will take that chance and I will write it out. And I guess that is a form of also being inspired to write something out. <laughs> um personally I don't write just like in one genre so like I write in horror I write in science fiction I write in teen fiction I write romance um if I'm not in the romance type of inspiration uh juicy feely um you know like inspirational juices like if I'm not feeling it in the romance department I will try to feel it out in some other department based on how I feel, based on um, the emotions that I feel pented up where I can't let them out like directly, but um, I can definitely let it out through this creative outlet. And at the same time, I feel like those emotions are protected within the book's realm, you know? So I think it's a beautiful thing. Um, Yeah, so I do that. I'm really lucky that I can actually let my anger out that way because it's such a healthy way to let it out for some reason. <laughs> I feel like it does me justice at the same time, and it feels like super rewarding to get something out on paper like that. So um, yeah, that's one healthy way I can deal with anger and frustration like that. Um, what else? If I'm not feeling creative, if I don't have like the inspirational juices in me, I will listen to music. Music is therapeutic as well. So. Um, if you're into rap, if you're into like R&B, if you're into uh, pop, you're into rock, you're into punk rock, uh, whatever it is you're into, um, you can channel these emotions into the lyrics, into the song, into like the beat of a fucking song. And it feels almost as if it's leveled. You know what I mean? Like it's not like so much of an intense anger and frustration from the beginning previously when you're listening to music because um as an artist is singing about a certain feeling or a certain, um, fuck, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> time out. Okay, so let's rehash. Um, so if an artist is like singing something where they feel frustrated about something, but like it's not really like your direct situation, like it's literally just like the general feeling of like frustration or anger that's pinted up, um, you'll feel kind of empowered just for the same reason that like somebody is going through the same fucking feeling as you. But even if like they're not going through the same situation, um, it's still the same generalized feeling of like frustration that you're both sharing like with an artist when you're listening to them like through a fucking speaker. <laughs> so like, um, yeah, um, it levels it out, like the frustration and the anger and everything. So I feel that is actually very therapeutic. Um, it's not like a permanent fix, obviously, like same with writing, it's not a permanent fix, but at the same time, like a temporary fix can do you the justice, it can like kind of help you vent, 
when you can't really uh, vent anybody at the moment, per se. Venting is also an option. Um, venting is an option, definitely. If you trust someone, um, you can talk to them. You can tell them how you're feeling. And um, especially if you trust this person with your feelings and everything, then definitely go for it. Um, when someone's listening, it feels very comforting. And you'll definitely feel it on hand, on set, um, once you start to vent and everything. So um, venting is also an option to um, kind of swerve away from anger and everything like that. Um, I've seen, um, a squeezy ball. I've seen somebody use a squeezy ball when they're angry or when they feel, like, kind of frustrated. Um, I think I saw it on The Office or something. I don't know if it's accurate, and I don't know if it helps, but a squeezy ball looks very satisfying. (laughs) Um, yeah. I never tried a squeezy ball, but I think I've seen one or I've encountered one in my past childhood (laughs) where um, I just wanted to squeeze it for fun. I wasn't even trying to squeeze it out of anger, you know? (laughs) So um, because of that, I just don't see myself using a squeezy ball for like any angry situation like that, you know? Um, Just for the reason that like, yeah, writing's over here. I can write something in a fictional realm, or um, I can journal it. I journal online as well, so um, either or. I just got to get my words out somehow. Um, If I feel like I can't get it out, like, directly from my POV, I, once again, will take and curate those general emotions into fiction. And, yes, very beautiful. Very, very beautiful. Um, yeah. What else? Oh, okay. So, um, yeah. So I deal with, uh, bipolar disorder. I deal with it. I try. (laughs) I don't take any medications for it or anything, just for the reason that when I took antidepressants, I felt even more dreary. I felt even more down. And I felt like a little fucking zombie when I was on, uh, fuck. I felt like a zombie when I was on antidepressants and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, it wasn't for me. So I stopped taking it. And I told my doctor, um, I was not going to keep taking it. Um, or no, actually, I did not tell my doctor that. (laughs) I kind of just ghosted my doctor after, like, (laughs) taking them and getting, like, annoyed that I felt, like, zombie-ish and everything. So, um, I just never contacted that doctor again. And, yeah, I just stopped taking any depressants. Um, I've got my own ways, my own home ready, readies, my home, my own, fuck, my own home remedies. How can I not fucking speak? Okay, so, like, <laughs> um, I've got my own home remedies to deal with um, depression or to deal with, like, um, bouts of, like, manic feelings. Um, I've got my own home remedies for that. And that us, it's um, mostly focused on music, like listening to music or, or writing. Um, I sing as well. 
sometimes when I'm in the mood to. Um, uh, there's a karaoke system waiting for me in the fucking living room. So when I'm home alone, I'll just fucking burst out in a fucking song and it's all good. <laughs> um, yeah. So those are just remedies, practical remedies that I have at home that actually help a lot and way significantly fucking more than fucking antidepressants. And I'm going to say that. Um, yeah. I don't stand by antidepressants, but if they help other people, I totally stand by that also. But I definitely say it depends on the person and how they interact with the medication. So, um, yeah, be careful. (laughs) Um, yeah. So, um, I feel like I deal with frustration, like, on the daily, bro. But, like, not, like... (laughs) But not, like, letting it out, like, all of a sudden or, like, bursting out into it, like, so intensely. I instead have it, like, an arresting bitch face sometimes when I don't even feel frustrated or I don't feel it as intensely. Um, Even sometimes I don't even fucking realize that I have a arresting bitch face on or if I'm talking in a certain fucking way where, like, my tone is kind of, like, oh, kind of indifferent, you know what I mean? But um, I guess that's me coping with, like the ups and downs of bipolar disorder um i tried to go back on planet earth with it kind of like just like reach like a middle level with it um usually the middle level is where i'm like genuine as fuck but like (laughs) don't get it wrong but like at the same time like all these feelings are genuine from my end so um the frustration portion in bipolar disorder i do not understand specifically how they come so unexpectedly or how they come like through a resting bitch face um i literally do not understand it whatsoever (laughs) it's just like a fucking mystery to me but like um if i'm like on a instagram live or if i'm like recording myself for a video for my story or something on instagram uh, I tend to realize that I have, like, a sudden, like, resting bitch face for, like, a couple seconds, and then I go back to, like, a normal face, or, like, just, like, yeah, it's weird. I do not understand, but, um, the spurts, the random spurts of, like, random bitch face in me is, like, just, like, within the bipolar disorder in me. I do not understand. It's unfortunate, but at the same time, like, I'm such a nice person that, like, I just, like, overthink it that like if I have a resting bitch face on and I'm talking to somebody they're gonna think that like I'm rude or that I don't really care what they're saying and I think that's really 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 fucking unfortunate because I do care about what people fucking say I do I do care about what people have to fucking say so like (laughs) it's just so frustrating (laughs) Like, I end up smiling, and then, like, I when I smile, I then realize, like, oh, fuck, what if I made, like, that resting bitch face move? Or what if I <laughs> said something in a weird tone, and I didn't realize it? Like, will I come off as, like, I don't know, like, e-manageable or unmanageable? Fuck, like, it's that bad. And it's that tight of a line when bipolar disorder is at hand, so it's unfortunate 
Um, nicotine, on another hand, I know this may suck, and I know, like, this may come off as, like, oh, yeah, she's definitely just, like, fucking addicted to nicotine. But, um, get this, I haven't actually started smoking cigarettes or, like, nicotine, um, at an early age. I actually started when I was probably 20. Yeah, I was like 20 when I started and I'm 21 right now. So I barely started like a year ago, probably a year ago now. Uh, but um, yeah, I started with nicotine maybe a year ago. Uh, I found that like um, usually when I'm not so focused on the fucking time or when I'm fucking too focused on the fucking time moving, it feels like I'm more like speculated or like more like with a speculation on how like my moods like go up and down so like that kind of makes me upset and then like that's like how I get depressed pretty much (laughs) so um yeah it's not fun uh but at the same time depression has been way longer with me than nicotine ever was so um depression started for me around like 15 at the early age of 15 so um I've learned to deal with the feeling and kind of just like get um comfortable with the feeling I know that's like really fucking sad but (laughs) I actually have gotten used to the feeling of like feeling depressed that um I'll be in bed and I'll uh watch a fucking show and I'll be chill you know (laughs) Like, it's me chilling with depression at this point at the age of, like, 21 sometimes. <laughs> but, um, yeah. <sighs> yeah. The lows can kind of be boring. POV set right here. Um, The lows can feel kind of boring. The depression feeling can get boring for me. <laughs> so that kind of leads to me, like, being open for, like, manic feelings and manic um states of minds where um yeah I'll be tired of feeling depressed I'll be fed up of feeling like upset about something that I don't even know of and um yeah (laughs) it definitely sucks but um on the uh brighter hand I actually feel like I should quit nicotine at the same time so it's like kind of like I'm torn because nicotine actually um sedates me and actually relaxes my mind um if I'm thinking too intensely or if I have anxiety or if um I'm frustrated about something I take a hit of nicotine I take a couple draws in and I feel fine and I'm gonna lay down now like that's just like my unproblematic like um feeling about it honestly so um nicotine is definitely it's not like at the same level of like um my creative outlet and everything and listening to music so I guess like that kind of says to me that um it's not as relevant it's not as important as that certain feeling but um If I need a temporary fix, once again, it works. It works as a temporary fix, so um, it's good with me, you know? (laughs) A lot of the shit um, that happens to us, a lot of shit that um, happens, a lot of shit that uh, goes by us, like emotions, they're temporary. A lot of shit on this earth is temporary. People are temporary. 
times in her life are temporary. So um, nicotine as well is temporary to me. <laughs> I can definitely say that. Um, uh, yeah, I'm off weed, so I quit weed. Um, I used to smoke weed uh, when I was like, fuck. Yeah, I started when I was like 15, maybe. I smoked once with my friends and then twice again with my friends. And then we took edibles. I think those were like the couple times that I took it when I was like 15. But um, it was cool. It was different because, you know, weed is a minor psychedelic. So once again, um, the feelings are different from like nicotine. Like nicotine is a general relaxant for me. Weed, on the other hand, is like more of like um, a serotonin opener. You know what I mean? Because, like, um, when you smoke weed, you tend to feel relaxed. The feeling of you is relaxed. Emotions are relaxed. Um, thoughts are eased. But then, like, there's an opening of, like, serotonin and dopamine that um, actually opens your mind. And it's really cool. Like, when your mind opens, you tend to think more of how pretty the trees are and how pretty the sky is when it's blue and um you tend to find things more fucking funnier like 20 times more fucking funnier when a joke is on tv or if you're watching a fucking funny video it's like 20 times fucking funnier and those are just wholesome feelings that you know we like to keep with us (laughs) um my weed era was actually one of my best eras, I'd have to say. <laughs> um, it was a happy time for me. Um, also a very emotional time, but when am I not, you know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I quit weed. Um, I'm still an emotional person. <laughs> like, nothing really changed on that. Like, I'm still, like, an emotional person. Um, but I've learned to deal with it way fucking better than I did back then. Um, and I think that's really cool. Anyway, I'm totally just, like, meandering away from, like, the total topic at hand right here. And it's, the question is, why are we so angry? That's the fucking question in this title. Why, as people... Are we so angry? Okay, that doesn't make any fucking sense. I was like, wait, how is that sentence going to turn out? <laughs> but it's like, wait, what's grammar? But, um, okay, so straight up, why are we so angry? Why? Why are we so angry? I do not have the answer to that. <laughs> That's the answer for this episode. I do not have the answer to that. <laughs> Like, I literally don't know. But the point of this episode is dealing with it. Because, period, that's, like, the whole statement on this podcast. For a pessimist, I'm pretty optimistic. That's the title to this entire podcast. So if you're in a pessimistic state of mind, like being angry or not knowing why you're angry, why not slide to the side, which is the optimistic side of thinking? (laughs) so like i think that's very clever um and it's very cool so (laughs) 
Yeah, we're just going to slide into the optimistic side of thinking to this question for the reason that I don't know the answer to it. <laughs> um, yeah. All I do know, on a more serious, serious note, okay, no more laughing, but on a very serious note, anger and emotions tend to feel the same. Like, Oh my god. No, not just emotion it's oh fuck, not just emotions in general, but I mean like sadness, like tears, you know, like devastation. Devastation, sadness, they tend to feel the same level as anger. They both come on very intensely, but usually for me though, personally, like the devastation, the sadness, that makes way more fucking sense than why I'd be angry, you know? So that's um yeah, just my theory like going blah, 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 theory. <laughs> going back to my theory. Going back to my theory. <laughs> going back to my theory. Um <laughs> Okay, wait, theory? No. <laughs> I said that on purpose, my bad. I mean, okay, fuck. I just said on a serious note. Okay. We're laughing. But, <laughs> on a very serious fucking note, sadness and devastation is definitely rooted from anger. But anger is usually the starting point, you know what I mean? Uh, anger is the starting point where it roots into something that's sadness or devastation for the reason that um, we're tired of feeling angry. We're simply just fucking tired of feeling angry. And, um, that is my theory on fucking angry itself. Um, I don't know if it's an answer to, like, why we're so angry as people, but I guess that theory is safe to say that, like, anger is not so much of a genuine emotion as, like, sadness and devastation. Um... If you notice, though, like, sadness and devastation is usually uh, something that follows after anger, but not, like, directly right after it sometimes. Like, sometimes it could happen, like, days after, and um, you remember why you were angry, but then, like, you get frustrated about it that you were fucking angry, and you're just ending up in tears and shit. So, um, yeah, it's like a constant back-to-back -back of, like, feeling angry, and then suddenly sad devastated and you're like fuck wait this makes more sense than like the angry part or the angry portion of why I was like angry um yeah it's deep shit like that that when um I guess we fuck I guess we don't <sighs> I guess sometimes we don't like to feel the emotion portion in it like the sadness and the devastation um who would is the question <laughs> who would want to just like willingly feel sad and devastated you know like it's not something we willingly want to get into but it's like the only way out of feeling like anger all the time you know um and i think that's very healthy and i think that's very um therapeutic as well and it's very um helpful to overcome angry feelings like that um yeah 
Uh, yeah. Because I remember literally there was this one time. I literally don't remember why I was angry. But, like, there was literally this one time where I literally, like, fucking yelled out of anger. Like, and frustration. Because, like, it was within me. Um, and I felt like I couldn't talk. And I felt like I couldn't, um, get something out on paper at the time. I couldn't listen to music because I was in a depressive state. So, like, in that moment of frustration, all I really could do was, like, fucking yell. So, I yelled, um, and then I cried. (laughs) Like, it was literally that quick of a switch where I yelled out of anger, and then I got emotional for the reason that I realized that I yelled out of anger, because I never do that. So, (laughs) um, yeah, it was a very emotional thing for me when I realized that I yelled out of anger and frustration. Um, so I cried. And when I cried, uh, I seemed to feel that the anger in me diminished and it faded away. So, um, yeah, that is my theory, actually. Um, anger and sadness are on the same spectrum, but they're both like complete different opposites, you know? Um, yeah. So I guess I suppose in order to like survive anger, to in order to overcome it, we have to cry because like healthily crying is a way to overcome it. And um, yeah. Um, I know a lot of people like to keep it away sometimes, like the sadness and the feeling of sadness, like they don't like to feel it. They refuse to feel it sometimes. Um, so it tends to more be like just like more of an angry back-to-back state of like feeling frustrated, feeling angry. And I don't think that's a way of living. I really don't think that's a fucking way of living. It drains the fuck out of you and you feel like you can't think straight. You feel like you don't feel your fucking personality sometimes if you're like back-to-back being fucking frustrated and angry. It's the same with depression, honestly. When you're depressed, you tend to not feel um, yourself, like your true self. And, um, yeah, it's not a way to fucking feel. Um, As people, we need to fucking heal. And sometimes the only way to heal from anger is to cry it out. To give it a nice fucking cry. Give it a nice fucking cry is what I'm saying. And, um, yeah, that's my only way of, like, coping. Like, solely coping if, like, the anger is, like, so prominent and it's still there. Um, crying definitely helps. Once again, the many ways of coping for me with anger, um, actually do help. Um, once again, they're not permanent. I can't say so myself, (laughs) but, um, it sure works. And yeah, all we have to do is like have a positive outlook pretty much. I don't think we can genuinely be like Obi-Wan Kenobi though. None of us can, but we all look up to him, you know, (laughs) we all look up to him and wonder how the force can be so powerful. But, (laughs) um, yeah, we can't just simply Obi-Wan Kenobi things and Obi-Wan Kenobi our way out of, like, 
angry situations in her life, unfortunately. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there are ways to deal with it. There are definitely ways to deal with it. Um, yeah. I keep saying funny, yeah, fuck. <laughs> but, um, there are ways to deal with it. Um, if you're creative, if you play a sport, if you like to play board games, if those are therapeutic to you, whatever is fucking therapeutic to you, um, it'll definitely help cope with anger and stress of anger and stuff like that. Um, if it's brimming, if the anger is brimming, um, yeah, sometimes I find that crying is the only way to, like, diminish the anger when it's brimming like that, when I'm crying and stuff like that. <laughs> I think it's definitely just important that we all remember we're human. We're all fucking human. Um, and we'll go through emotions, like a whirlwind of emotions at that. Um, but there's definitely ways to cope. And I think that's very special. And I think that's very um, amazing. It's amazing that we have ways to cope and grow from uh, angry situations in our life. Um, yeah, life doesn't stop for anybody once again. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to be closing this episode off for today. Uh, I will be catching you guys next week. Um, yeah, find something that comforts you. Comfort is everything in situations where we feel frustrated. So, uh, find it <laughs> um yeah i wish everyone the best as always and i will see all of you in the next episode thanks for listening <laughs>